This is an ABC podcast. It's time to get out and about in the garden with Rowanna and Sabrina here on ABC Radio Perth and WA. Sabby, good morning. You good. okay? Good morning, Ro. Um, well, it's kind of weird because I've only got one one ear headphone working. Doing its one, thing. Only one, uh, the headphone on one side, but that's okay. So do you I'll... hear every second of my words? <laughs> or... <laughs> no, I hear them all, but only in the right side of my head, Ro. That's a little bit bizarre. Yeah, it is, isn't it? I've never been half deaf before. Um, <laughs> that's what it feels like. If I was anyway. a technical genius, I'd solve it for you. But nah, no, nah, we'll just really I'll thing. switch headphones in a little while. You know, it's okay. all good. It's all good as long as I can hear when our wonderful callers ring in because this is the best gardening show in the universe. Of course, why wouldn't you? According ring in? to us, anyway. Yeah. Um, Thirteen hundred triple two seven twenty. Hello to for the first time to our regional listeners this morning. Um, we've got lines open, so you Have can we? get in. Get in the queue and talk to Sab. Plenty of texts already rolling in. How was your week? Oh, marvellous. Went out last night. Um, That's how a standard Saturday morning <laughs> starts with you. <laughs> had a top had a top evening, did a little crawl around Fremantle. Not on my hands and knees, I have to tell you, right? Good, good. But um, I've got a very dear friend who has the same taste in clothing as me. So... <laughs> So we bought exactly the same outfit, but hers is lime green. Right. And mine is just really boring navy blue because when I wear lime green or yellow, <laughs> I seriously look like I've got hepatitis. <laughs> anyway, she looks stunning. I thought it was she... just your dislike of citrus. But... <laughs> no, no, that wouldn't help either. <laughs> Um, she's got really beautiful brown skin and looked lovely. Anyway, we're walking down the street, same outfit, right? Black top, had our <laughs> pearls on uh, and our suits. And uh, so someone, the first person said, wow, that looks great. And then the second person goes, I love that outfit. And the third person goes, that looks sensational. And by that stage, I went. You'd had a guts for Yeah, I went, I am wearing exactly. <laughs> the same outfit. It might be a different colour, but come on, people. So we made a joke of that for the rest of the evening. Did, did some people say some nice things to no, you? No, nothing, no one. Oh, that's no. what we have roots and sheets for. That's exactly right. This is your time to shine, can, Sab. And, and so I've still got me pearls on because, you know, the only downside of living on your own mm. is you can't put bracelets on or take them off when they have a clip. Yeah, I've tried to teach Tilly the dog <laughs> on how she might be able to do that, but she's lost one of her toes on a paw, so oh. I think that that's, hampers it a bit for her. But um, anyway, I'm in pearls this morning. So you're a bit fragile. No, oh. never fragile. No, Come I meant on. your ego after. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, greatly wounded. Yeah. Because, you know, we're the same height. <laughs> It's okay. You've got your pearls on and you've got your gardening listeners. So yes. we'll do something about rectifying thank, that. Thank you, Ro. Why don't thank we jump you. on the phones and hopefully maybe someone will say something nice to yeah. you there. We'll start with Margaret. Good morning, Margaret. Good morning. You look divine, Sabrina. <laughs> there we go. Beautiful. <laughs> thank you so much, Margaret. That's, that's okay. And you look better as you age. Oh, that's even more what I want to hear. Yeah. Look, no wrinkles. No, no excess fat. No, God, Just no. Ah, no, I'm, I'm drop dead gorgeous. <laughs> I'm buff, Margaret. Buff. <laughs> Okay, I have a problem with a gerbera. It, yes. I got it. It's growing beautiful, had beautiful flowers, and then the flowers turned to green. Ah. So now, I thought I had made a new gerbera, but I don't think so. No. Now, I think what you might have, Margaret, in your gerberas is a mycoplasma uh, virus. So there's oh, a... Yeah. There's a virus that turns flower petals, regardless of what colour the flower is, turns them green. Usually you get a thickened stem with it as well. Um, It's nothing to worry about. You can't do anything about it anyway. But to cut those flowers off um, and... and, the, what happened and, and feed the plant up, so yes. eventually the plant will manage to overcome the virus. Oh, so I don't have to get rid of it because no. obviously I've gone on the Google 
No. And, um, um, no, no, no. Get no. rid of it. No, oh. don't pull them out, Margaret. Definitely no. not. All right. Thank you. Okay. And thank you Keep for your lovely... Good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Margaret, you like. little gem. Yeah, I'll change. There we go. I need to turn my own microphone on to say. Um, I'm just going to give Sabby a little moment to swap her headsets over and hopefully she might be able to hear you all loud and clear when you're asking her the questions. Uh, let's go to our next caller, which is Sarah, who's in Boyanup. Good morning, Sarah. Hi, Sabrina. Hello, Sarah. How are you? I'm I'm good. Looking I'm still lovely in our clothes. Oh, 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 <laughs> thank you, thank you, darling. I do. I look sensational. <laughs> Absolutely marvellous. <laughs> um, I have a problem with my cricket willow. Um, it's we planted it probably uh, twelve or thirteen years ago, so it's yeah. quite large. Yeah. Um, and it seems to only be. It's a bit like me, really. It's only frilly on the edges. Um, <laughs> Uh, the, the, it only seems to be flat, uh, leaving, uh, you know, having leaves on the edges of the branches. Oh. Uh, yeah, I don't know whether it's become too shaded or whether it, I, I, yeah. How, how much sun does it actually get? Well, it's, it's, it's in full sun. Um, it is in full sun. However, there is a willow, a weeping willow in front of it. Right. And a... Um, uh, a, a, a gum tree next to it, but it's never seemed to have any problems before. Mm. And the willow tree is doing really well. Okay. Um, well, there might be, it could be that there's something in the root system, Sarah. So yeah. I would go and get, um, how long ago did you, have you pruned it? Uh, yes, my husband prunes it at the end of every season. Okay. Um, go mm. and get yourself, you can get soil microbes in a little bucket. I would go okay. and, and put about a cup full of soil microbes around the, uh, the base of the tree. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing I would do is I would spray the, I know there's not a lot of foliage on it, but, <laughs> but, but spray the foliage. There's a foliar spray that has growth hormones and Gosh. growth regulators and enzymes in it. You click it onto your hose and you spray the, um, okay. you, you spray whatever Just foliage gorgeous. you've got. And that mm-hmm. may well, along with the microbes, may well be enough to encourage, you know, proper leaves coming out okay all right so give give that a go yeah my husband wants you know his aim aim is to cut a branch and make a uh, a, a, a cricket, cricket bat, bat it, but it's only going to be bloody tiny if he. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be bother. making a little cricket bat for the fairies. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. Very okay, much. thanks, thanks, um, Sarah. Good on you, Sarah. Thanks for giving us a call. Uh, let's head straight out to Lynn, who's in Girraween. Good morning, Lynn. Hi, Serena. Hello, Lynn. How are you? Good. I love listening to all your good advice and your lovely laugh. Aww, thank, thank you Here's so everybody. much. Thank now, you very I much. Had, I had some beautiful, I've always had grown snow peas and I had a beautiful crop this year. Yeah. But with all that heavy rain, um, it's gone, the leaves all went white. It's not gone like powdery mildew, but they've all gone white. So I've, I'm pulling them out and, and destroying them in case there's any disease. Can I plant beans in the same soil? Uh, yes, you certainly can. They won't be affected. No, 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 no. You'll be fine okay. there. No problem okay. at all. First time I've ever had the, the white, the leaves were all white. There's no powdery stuff on it. But I've used to have the black spots, and I haven't yeah. planted them. So I'm very disappointed. Oh, so, so that sounds thing. more like a bacteria than a fungus, though. Yeah, and it's very okay. difficult to treat anyway. So. I just wondering if I put the beans because the same year to put climbing beans. I just didn't yeah, want to yeah, you nose didn't, well. yeah. Yep. All right. Well, no, thank you. Should for be that. fine. Pull them out and burn them, and, and I, then yep, them. that's the jobby. Thank you, love. Bye. Thanks. Thanks, Good Lynn. You, Lynn. Bye. Thanks for giving us a call. Thirteen hundred triple two seven twenty. If you want to do the same, I've got a text here with a photo. Hi, Sab. I'm confused. This is the flowers of my weeping mulberry. Doesn't progress further than this. 
It's in a half wine barrel. Some people say it won't flower and some people say it will. When I bought it, I was told it would, although the fruit will be small. Can you help Dee in Rockingham, Sab? I certainly can. Uh, Yes, it will. They do flower and indeed they do fruit. Now, the thing about the weeping mulberry, even though it's the same genus, Morris, it's actually from an entirely different strain. So when you do get the mulberries, they're very, very small and they can be quite dry. Now, mulberries have an enormous root system if the if it's i can see the flower on it but if that drops off before the fruit develops then i think it's too restricted in the half wine barrel i think it needs a much larger area to grow in all right there you go um Sab, it's probably a bit sensitive to talk about limes this morning <laughs> after last night. Yeah, but that's right. Look, Diana's um, Tahitian, li- Tahitian lime had mm. lots of flowers, but they've all fallen off. She's fertilised and watered it well, and the leaves have some yellow. Mm. Now, what's going to happen there, Diana, is that that's going to go on for six years. Six <laughs> oh, years. Geez. You'll be watching the flowers and you'll go, ooh, whoop. I'll get fruit this year Um, and then it all drops off. So now the yellow leaves are because there's a trace element deficiency. So you need to do a foliar spray with trace elements um, and just, you know, wait another few years and then it'll finally hold on to its wretched fruit. (laughs) And then once it does that, it never stops fruiting. There you go. You'll have like 8 million bits of fruit. So, Diana, let us know in six years. Yeah, um, how you go? How you going? <laughs> and hopefully we get an updated photo with yeah, yeah the Tahitian lime exactly. really taken off. Um, Christos the jeweller in Mount Hawthorne yes. wants to inform you that magnetic catches for bracelets work a treat for people who can't do the bracelet up for themselves. Yeah, but you see, uh, the pearl ones are a bit different. I, I suppose I could get, oh, and I'd be terrified because you know how I wave my arms around all no, the time. No, I've never seen it. <laughs> I'd be terrified that it'd get caught on something. And I have a habit of knocking wine glasses over as well. Thankfully, never my own, just other people's. That's all right. Um, A big shout out to Shano and Deirdre for their engagement. I'm Uh, assured they're lovely people. How? Oh. So. Now that may have been. There's another story last night. I'll make it very brief. So we were sitting there and a car pulled up with a young couple um, and she had her loved one. He had a a mask on uh, over his eyes and he had headphones on so he couldn't hear anything. She led him out of the car down an alleyway into where there's obviously Airbnb or something. And so we're all... You know, she could see she was so excited about Mm. it and he couldn't hear or see anything. Anyway, we waited for them to come back out because we were sitting around a bar, of course, and then we all clapped and said, well done, well done. It was so lovely and he was so chuffed. Let's just say that's Shano and Deirdre. Yeah, I hope it is them. So we were saying, she's worth it. She's (laughs) worth it. (laughs) You're a dag. Being in a restaurant, the same restaurant with you would be good fun. (laughs) I think. It is. (laughs) Let's go to Vivian who's in Applecross this morning. Hi, Vivian. Oh, good morning, ladies. How are you going? Yeah, very well, Vivian. Um, Sabrina, I was wanting your expertise advice on... King pro tree seeds that I was wanting to grow. Oh, yes, yeah. Um, and how do you? Yeah. Oh, look, I reckon proteas from seed are probably going to be as fickle as growing banksias from seed. Um, I don't know much about proteas. I know a bit about banksias. Um, so with a lot of banksias, you have to to get the the cells to open up to release the seed. You you need heat treatment. So some people mm. put them in the oven at 120 degrees for an hour. Other people put them on uh, the barbecue and toast them until the capsules open up. And then you have to um, heat treat them again after that. So, um, OMG. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> I've never... You know who you should ring, Vivian, is 
There's a there's a there's a tree farm in Mushe, okay? They do a lot of proteas. Um, they they grow a lot of proteas. So I would suggest you ring them because they would know far more than me, but I should imagine it's quite difficult growing them from seed. So have a look at oh, a tree farm right. in Mushe and Mushe. um that's a hint. I can't give you the name <laughs> of the nursery. Um, yeah, okay. And uh, they would probably be your best bet. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate uh, your advice and N- you no guys worries. do a great show. Thank you. Ah, thank Thanks, you, Vivian. Vivian. Uh, Gary of Perth asks, my two rose bushes have copped a lot of rust this year for the first time. What can I do to get rid of it? I'd prefer to avoid harsh chemicals, if at all possible. It is indeed possible. So you can use a copper spray, copper oxychloride. Now, rose rust is specific to roses, so it won't won't hurt anything else, won't go to anything else. So you can use copper oxychloride. Um, Now, the problem with rust is it's in the living cellular tissue of the leaf, so you might have to do a follow-up spray in four weeks. Um, And don't leave any fallen leaves on the ground because the rust spore just foofs back up um, and reinfects the rose bush. Clean up after yourself. That's the one, Ro. Clean (laughs) Um, up after yourself. Sarah has very politely asked for us to give a plug to the Rosalie Primary School Fate in Shenton Park, 8 till 3 today. There you go, Sarah, done for you. Amazing plant stall. So there you go. Get along. Hate missing If you're in Perth, of course. Plant stalls. I'm Um, I'm off to Collie today. Yep, going down to Collie for the show. Come and see me, people of Collie. I'll be having a chat at one o'clock. You'll see. I might keep my pearls on for that. There aren't many Saturdays where you're no, not, not doing something. Racing off somewhere. I'm a busy woman. You are. You are. <laughs> um, how long can I harvest my asparagus for before I let it grow and flower? Uh, you probably got, well, once the weather starts getting really hot, they'll become quite bitter. So you've probably got another couple of weeks, three, four weeks left. All right, there you go. Anonymous texter, always give us your name. It's, you know, it's, better it's and nice. you also will hear your name and it might, yeah. you know, make sure you're still listening when we give you the answer. Uh, Laurel in Scarborough, good morning. Oh, good morning. I just wanted to say to Sabrina that um, I also have the magnetic catches on my oh. uh, all my jewellery. Oh, and there's a fellow in Fremantle who, who does it. Oh. And it's cheap as chips and sort of you'll never have to, do up a clip again. Oh, Laurel, that is marvellous. Thank you so much. I, and I'll tell I, you what, they're sort of, they're, they're very strong. Oh, Even they? you couldn't sort of, you muck know, it muck it up. With my hand waving and carry on that I yeah, do. No, it would make no difference <laughs> at all sort of thing. I've <laughs> done it with Laurel. all my jewellery and it's just magic. Thank you Good so much. Good on you, Laurel. I shall do that. Did you have any questions, gardening questions for Sabrina while you're there or you were just imparting that knowledge? I'm just passing that. My, my garden's fantastic, so uh, I don't well need done, anything. Laura. But I just wanted her to know that and to know that this fellow in Fremantle will do it for her, sort Aww. of whatever she takes in sort Aww, of thing. So. Thank you, Laurel. Good That's on you, Laurel. Saves me having to train up the dog. <laughs> certainly does. Um, Bob in Bentley, good morning to you. Oh, good morning, ladies. Morning, Bob. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for your program. It's great. Pleasure. I learned so much from it. Um, <laughs> I've got some does. little strawberry plants yeah. and I want to know a super mix to um, to create for them okay. and also what size and depth of pot is best for a strawberry plant. Okay, so strawberries love poo. Uh, so I make up my own mix for strawberries because it has to be free draining. So I get a bag of potting mix. So I do this in a wheelbarrow. So one bag of potting mix in a wheelbarrow and then half a laundry bucket of compost and half a laundry bucket of chicken poo. Mix all that up and that's what you pop your strawberries into. Is, is that palletised stuff um, it's suitable as uh, for chicken manure? Yep, absolutely. But if you're going to use the pelletized stuff, Bob, don't use half a bucket full. That's too strong. So you'd go down to a quarter bucket full. 
Okay. Terrific, as usual. Thank you, my darling. <laughs> my pleasure, Bob. My pleasure. Good on you. Nope, oh, turn yourself on Goodness there, darling. Me. Good on you, Bob. Uh, text coming through. Hi, Sabrina. I love cooking, mm. but may have inadvertently cooked my Dahlia tubers <gasps> by leaving them on top of the wine fridge. Ah. Oh. Help. Are they viable? Thanks, Ooh. Amina in Murdoch. Now, Amina, I have to tell you that dahlia tubers are actually really, really tough. I doubt that you would have cooked them. They'd be very dehydrated. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Most definitely. So the wine fridge is (laughs) full. That's true. Um, So I would get them into soil immediately and you're going to have to make sure that you really water well. Um, and perhaps leave a bottle of wine next to it so it doesn't feel like it's completely deserted. <laughs> Good luck, Amina. I hope that, you know, all is okay there. Um, just an endorsement from Daz in Hillary's. Good morning, mm-hmm. Sab and Ro. I'm heading out to the tree farm at Mushe today. Super ah. excited. It's wonderful out ah, there. Ah, sensational. Suzanne in Wongan Hills. Good morning to you. Yeah. Morning, Suzanne. Hello, how are you this morning, lady? <laughs> yeah, very well, we, very we were talking well. to the whole household for a moment there. <laughs> what, what can we, we, what can we do for you? <laughs> ah, okay. What can we do for you? Uh, I have a strange lawn, which I'm told is Sir Walter, mm-hmm. uh, but it's always it's always half dead, um, no matter what I do to it. But really? half, mm. Mm, half the problem is that I have a brown oxalis in it, which I cannot seem to kill. Right. I've used an ester product twice, and it's still alive. Ooh. Wow, that's that's one hardy oxalis. It's a um, little brown one. Yeah, yeah, I know it. I know I've got it in my garden. I mine was really bad, and I eventually got rid of it just by digging it out constantly. Um, it would take me the next year to dig it all. The lawn's just covered in it. I would try slasher. All right. Okay. Now it's not a selective. Weed killer. No, so. it'll kill the lawn, won't it? Yeah, but if you spot spray it, yeah. um, your Sir Walter should come back. It doesn't okay. sound like it's oh, very robust. Right. But okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a Walter will come back. But it'll certainly sizzle up the oxalis. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, I'll try it yeah. then. Thank you very okay. much for that. No worries, Suzanne. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Bye. Suzanne. See you later. Murray in Pemberton. Good morning. Uh, hello, Murray. Ah, g'day, ladies. How you going? Yeah, good. Muzzing Pemby. Um, I've got a tricky one for you. Oh, I I've like tricky a, ones. Good, good. Sixty-one-year-old heading to sixty-two-year-old lemon tree. Yeah. Which got heavily uh, skeleton pruned. Not this winter, just gone. The one before. Yeah. It came back all right, and then it's just started all the new growth tips are dying right back and then that branch is dying and now all the bark is splitting um up each stem yeah and just literally peeling off yeah i think you need to take the life support off at mars i think oh, you, no. it was I think, when I was born. mate i think you've got to let it go let it go. Let it go. No, seriously, um, nah, it's stuffed. So basically it's reached the end of its life. You've got to thank it very much. had a good life. Yeah, for giving you, it, you know, for it giving you its all. Um, but once that starts happening, it, it's on a journey yeah. to that big orchard in wherever it is big orchards are. Well, it, <laughs> in the very sky. last crop was probably at least a tonne of lemons. Wow. Wow. So I went, that's just too much for the old girl. And yeah, I think it's, ex- I went, yeah. it's I exhausted her. <laughs> yes. she's, she's partied a little bit too hard. Ah, yes, that rings a bell. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Muzz. Sorry about okay, the bad news. Thanks, Sabrina. Okay. Yeah, you can't yeah. always be in solution mode, no. can you? You've got to be Sometimes cruel to be kind. Just deal out the hard <laughs> words. Hard Morning, Ro and Sab. Is there anything more I should be doing to my self-seeded heritage tomato plants oh, looks, from Wayne? Looks really good to me. Uh, looks really. Is Wayne healthy. showing off? Yeah, I think Wayne might be. Just needs some um, positive reinforcement. Well, you know what I do, Wayne. I spray my tomatoes now with mancozeb because I'm sick to death of them dying from viruses and stuff. And even though that looks extremely healthy, I'd still spray it with mancozeb. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> there you go. But you're on the right track, doing the right things. Wayne, um, Hamish from Onslow, I've mm. given my asparagus crown a year in the Pilbara. It's four years old and doing nothing. Persist or give up? I know, Persist. We grew asparagus up in the Kimberley, up in the communities, okay. up there, up in the Dampier Peninsula. Took a couple of years for the crown to develop, but we harvested asparagus. I wouldn't give up. Definitely don't give don't. up, Hamish. No. Stay at it. Pete in East Frio, good morning to you. G'day, ladies. How are you doing? Very well, Pete. Very well. That's good. Hey, I was just ringing with a uh, with a request for a suggestion um, for something to plant down the side of the driveway. Mm-hmm. There's hardly any very sandy soil. Mm-hmm. Not much of a chance of. It's got to be pretty hardy. Mm-hmm. Um, full sun. Yeah. Um, what you got for us? Okay. <laughs> uh, I still want you to put something in that gutless sandy soil, Pete. Because it'll be hydrophobic. Three inches between the driveway and the fence. I haven't got much to. Three inches, (laughs) and you want something to grow in that? (laughs) Well, it can it can tap into the neighbours under the fence. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Fair enough. It hasn't got much on our side. Okay, now. how are you thinking of something like a climber, or can it grow to say forty centimeters wide, or not? Uh, look, uh, forty would be forty would be a stretch, I suppose. Uh, so well, basically, yeah. you're after a climber, Pete. Probably. Okay, done. <laughs> All right. So you can have a Virginia. You want a self clinger, or yeah. can you wire it? Oh, I could, but I'm, I'm looking <laughs> He for wants the self-clinger. I heard I that. Just, yeah. Okay. Okay, so you can go Boston Ivy, which Boston isn't an I- Ivy. It isn't an Ivy. It's okay. Boston Ivy, Virginia Creeper. Virginia Creeper? Yep. They're all they're all fast-growing and pretty tough, and they're the Klingons. Um, I wouldn't put – there is another uh, Ficus Pumula, but it's in full sun, isn't it? Yeah, 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 pretty no, much at least, at least half, yeah, half that's the day. Yeah, not, that's not going to like that. I reckon go the Boston Ivy or the Virginia Creeper. Right, yeah. Appreciate the suggestion. Thank you. No worries, Have Pete. Have fun down in Collie. Oh, I will indeed. <laughs> I haven't been to Collie for about Damn. a year. Is that a long time for you? Yeah, I've been everywhere else, I think, in the last year. But uh... Actually, I think I was last in Collie this time last year. Ah, I hope hmm. it's warm because when I was there last time, it was freezing. <laughs> Collie. Mm. It'll probably be stinking hot yeah. or freezing cold. <laughs> Actually, it is, isn't it? It's either 40 degrees or 10. Yeah. Um, Jan in Northcliffe would like to know what's happening to my snail vine. Ah. Can you help with that? Yes. Um, so that's uh, – now, there's two things that that can be, but I suggest it is a virus, um, But I, and I wouldn't worry about that. It'll come good. Um, or the other thing that does that is uh, thrips. But hmm. I, but I, it's too early for thrips, so I reckon it's a virus. Nothing you can do about it. Just has that lovely kind of variegated look to it, doesn't it? Um, so feed it up and give it some seaweed stuff, and it'll cope with it, and you'll get green leaves in no time at all. There you go, Jan. Thanks for sending through your text zero four three seven nine double two seven twenty, and even better, your name where you're texting from and the photo to go with it, which made Sab's life really easy and you're able to get a straightforward answer. 26 to 10. It is that time again. It is Sabrina's musical pick of the week. Pick of the week. I know you're going to dig this. Here we go now. Here we go now, Sabrina Hahn. Here we go. We're going. We're, we're, we're moving up to Queensland, baby, because we're going to listen to the Betty Rays. Now, if, but a lot of our listeners may not have heard about the Betty oh. Rays. You so like introducing them to new music, I though? I do. I do. This is their latest single. This is called On My Own. Wow. <laughs> Are you sure I can play this yeah, out? Yeah, 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 yeah. Go, okay. go. Press that button. Come on, Rose.
Well, it finishes like it started. Woo! How good was that? Now, I'm imagining everyone just dancing, like going off like a frog in a sock because that's that kind of song. How good was it? Well, um, wow. The, <laughs> the texts have just flashed with uh, Mandy and Tapping love it. Had me hooked from the first notes. Ripper. I was thinking about having a coffee. Might have to be a wine now. That's from Sandy and Caratha. <laughs> Annie and Chidlow. Sorry, Sab. Send them back to Queensland. Oh. Katina in Geraldton. Great Aussie rock. Loved it. Mm. Nat in Darlington. What a fabulous gardening song. Love it, Sabrina. So cool. That's so cool. A pretty good. Um, no, that's not bad, is it? Like, ni- I'd say 90% positive. Yeah, I think so too. Rock on. Sabrina's music pick. It's a big smiley face from 75-year-old listener. <gasps> see? See? What you see doing? What I, uh, You're creating a movement. Yeah. Let's get, let's rock, people. <laughs> let's rock. We've got a special guest joining us in just a tick. On our way there, let's speak to Brian, who's up in Newman. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. Top of the morning to you, Brian. Hello, Sabrina. How are you? Very well. Do you remember who I am? Uh, Brian from Newman. Oh, Brian from Newman. Yes, I do. I do. I do. (laughs) I I had to connect you to where you were. Okay. <laughs> Sabrina, I've um I've got a mango tree in my garden. Yeah. I love my mangoes. Yeah. And there's spiders everywhere. Oh. Right. And if, I don't want to kill them. No. Is there, no, is there any way I can get rid of them? Move <laughs> move move them along. Uh yeah. well, you could t- what you could do, Brian, is just hose the foliage down all the time. So spiders yeah. don't like – if it's constantly wet, it affects mm. all their webbing. Um, so that may actually move them on to somewhere else because it makes it tricky when, okay. you, when you're picking your mangoes and you come out with a handful of spiders as well. One thing oh, yeah. I will say is the spiders will be – the reason they are there is they're eating insects. So so what they're doing is they're protecting your mango tree from your fingers. (laughs) Um, But but if there's, you know, thrips, mites, sap suckers, they'll be after them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's sort of a, you know, double-edged sword there for you, Brian. All right. Thank you. Good on you, Brian. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for giving us a call. Um, Did you write? expletives in the front of a book for Brian at a long table lunch or something as well. <laughs> no, I, I rarely ever do that, Ro. You know, it's just I'm, the I'm special wildcats from crowd. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's only ever at long table lunches and I get a little bit wilder as yeah, the lunch the goes on. table's a bit too long. Absolutely. All right. Um, you've got a special guest you're going to introduce us to. I do have a special guest because there's a very, very exciting uh, workshop that's ca- that's starting on the um, 3rd of December and it's all about regenerative farming. And the mm. great thing about this is there's lots of specialist speakers and if you have any interest in... Uh, growing food or farming practices in a more sustainable way, this full day event is right up your alley. And it's um, we're, it's being held at Raintree Farm, which Steve Burbeck, who people may know Steve Burbeck through, um, he was the founder of the Sandalwood Factory, but he's also very involved in um, sustainable farming practices. So uh, I thought we'd bring Steve on air to talk about the event on the 3rd of December. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Sabrina. So um, this is a pretty packed event. Do you want to talk a little bit about why you're doing it and what sort of message people will get to take home? Yeah, well, look, I think it's really important to acknowledge um, the Frost family. Um, Stephen Frost is a a sheep farmer in Mm Narraka, and he's a regenerative farming pioneer. And uh, Steve suggested, we, we had a meeting of minds a few months ago and, and suggested that it would be great to bring together a group of experts in this field. Um, I've been a cattle farmer for 35 years in, in the Denmark Shire. Mm. 
And I've tried in my own way to work through, you know, cleaning my water and improving my soil through, through working on building organic matter in the soil. And, but I'm really not an expert. What we're bringing together on the day are some amazing speakers. My speciality, I'll talk on the day a little bit about market trends and, and uh, methane reduction, car, you know, carbon sequestration and, and the importance of that to the consumer in America and Europe and elsewhere. But really the other speakers, Sabrina, such as Ken Bailey, who's a specialist and expert on carbon sequestration, Ellen Walker, Soil Health, um, Steve Frost, of course, is a regen pioneer. And then we go into, like, Sean Kennedy, who's a, a you know, specialist of hemp construction, and then, of course, yourself. Yes, indeed. I'll, I'll be there talking about... Well, I've had a long passion about soil health, but also um, nutrient holding in the food that we eat. Um, so that's, it's a pretty packed day, Steve. Uh, we'll, we'll be looking at truffle farming too, I believe. Yeah, well, we've, we've uh, said my children, my three daughters, we're a farming family and we've gone into crops that we believe, are, uh, you know, again, will sequester carbon. And so the 3,000 oak trees that we grow grow a few kilos of truffles every year, but we're also growing and, and, and banking into our soil a lot of carbon. Yeah. And that's the other reason that my daughter Chelsea and her partner Maddie have uh, developed the Cannabis Botanical Distillery, where they, they actually convert industrial hemp into various things and, yep. and also bank carbon. Yep. So it's we're, we're looking at everything from the, from the soil up and then actually from the atmosphere back down into the soil. So it's sort of a... Exactly. Yeah, so it's a, a full system. Um, so how... And we've, we've interviewed um, Stephen Frost a couple of times on this program because, as you say, he, he really was a pioneer in regenerative farming and their, their property is amazing. And I've had the good fortune to actually stay at the farm and eat their fabulous food. <laughs> so, so yeah, they, look, they are what they eat. Yeah, he really is. Yeah. 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 Um, and I think a lot of people will be interested in Sean Kennedy as well with his um, building construction and design materials that he's using now. I, it's really – it's. I think it's it, – it's a great day because it covers so many different aspects and it sort of closes the loop. It's a full circle. So how can people, um, if people are interested in this, they must book. Um, yeah, and, 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 and the tickets it. are limited, I might add. Yeah, now. They we, are. We're not yeah. a lot left. Yeah. There's a, Eventbrite is a, is a booking agency that they can look at and regen in practice on the on the web. Yeah. Uh, the two points of of course that they can go to. Yeah, and we I've well put it up on um, our Facebook page and oh, thank you. website. So if people, so what what are you hoping people take away at the end of the day, Steve? Well. Steve, I think Steve and myself, we've, we've been developing um, a lot of thinking around where the future's going with livestock and, and, and animal proteins. And we really believe together that the days where regen was seen to be something extreme and rural too green are gone. Mm. I mean, the consumer is going to demand a clean, green animal protein. And so as a cattle farmer, I've certainly got a surprise on the day in the afternoon with Steve we'd like to to present to our, our farmers and, and hopefully we can all work together to a collective way of just improving how we farm, basically. Mm. Well, I'm very excited to be part of that day, Steve, so I'm, I'm itching to get down there and <laughs> get dirty and put my boots on. <laughs> well, love to have you down and, and uh, you know, as you know, the Denmark community, we're at the forefront of uh, you know, the Climate Emergency Action Group that our council formed. We built a beautiful hemp village the largest in the southern hemisphere through Paul Llewellyn and, and so bringing Sean and everyone down it's a perfect location mm, a good fit well thank you so much Steve for coming on air and uh, so people can find information about that at Eventbrite or um, go to my Facebook page or website Good on you, Steve. And thank you for your support. No worries. Thanks for joining us this morning on Roots and Shoots, where it's 13 away from 10. Fran chasing the band name from Ah. Sab's Pick of the Week, Betty Ray's, B-E-D-D-Y. Yeah, not Betty, but Betty. Betty. Betty Ray's. Betty Ray's. R-A-Y-S.
Hi, ladies. Collie is not either 10 degrees or 40 degrees. Spring and autumn are just wonderful. Collie now is emerging as an amazing tourist area with fabulous bushwalks, mountain bike trails and mural trail. You need to visit soon. Leslie, Sabrina's going to visit really, really soon. If today's soon enough. I'll be there at 11. Um, And Bev in Busselton says, Sab, check out the murals in Colleytown and the Wellington Dam. I haven't Mm. seen them yet, but looking forward to doing so. Have you been to the Wellington Dam since that big mural was finished? No, I haven't, but I'm definitely, definitely, definitely going there. Yeah, I haven't seen it either and I'm itching too. Hi, girls. Haven't heard from Wombat, Bremer Bay for ages. Is he okay or pushing up daisies? Steve in Mandra's concerned for his health. Steve, let me assure you, Wombat is alive and well. And Wombat rang in on um, on Steen's program on Tuesday afternoon to say he had found a lovely, a beautiful little ringtail possum on the back door. Was a bit worried and concerned about it, so rang. Um, whoever, wildlife carer. So he wrapped it up and cared for it and looked after it and it had a little baby in its pouch. So um, it seemed to pick up and then he put it back up in the Banksia tree. So Wombat is now a wildlife hero and also is alive and well. (laughs) Very good. That's what we want to hear. Uh, One more text before we head back to the phones. Hello, Gardening Angels. Kimbo from Wongan Hills here. Even more of a lovely day. Now your show is on. Should go longer. Oh, jeez. I don't know about that. (laughs) Anyway, I'm about to plant watermelons. In the past, I have grown them. They explode. I don't know why. And, yes, this gardening show is the best in the universe, hands down. We love you. We love you. Kimbo's always going to get his text read out. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so if your watermelons are exploding – I would say that there's not enough potassium because the skin is too uh, thin and also you may be overwatering. So watermelons, even though they are 90% water and 10% delicious, (laughs) um, you can overwater them. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm on fire today. (laughs) You are. You are. Look out, Collie. (laughs) Um, so they are, they're pretty tough plants. So if they're exploding, yeah, I'd ease off on the water a bit, up the trace elements. Okay. There we go, Kimbo. Good luck with that. Let's head back to the phones, 1300 Julie's been waiting patiently down in Albany. Hi, Julie. Morning, and how are you ladies today? We're we good. Fabulous. That's We're good. True. Yeah. Sabrina, I've got a white, two white sapote trees, mm-hmm. very healthy, beautiful. They're getting a bit too tall, but um, and I've just put the chainsaw next to them. Oh, they're five, five years old and they've never fruited. Well, I I do have to say that sapotes will well they don't like the cold, and they really don't like strong cold winds. No, well I've got them in a very good um, oh, north facing okay. sheltered protected area. Yep. That they're growing fantastic. Yep. Um, but I mean, they're healthy as healthy, and they're doing everything else right. Yeah. Not fruiting. Time, Julie. Time. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, okay. I've had. I know of people in the southwest that have got sapotes, and they didn't get any fruit until the eighth year, and then mm-hmm. they just got bucket loads. So yes. well, I have got a chocolate sapote as well, and that is a beautiful, strong, healthy tree, one metre tall. Oh, <laughs> it's wow. Ten years, it's 10 years old, and last year oh. it flowered flowered last year, but it didn't set fruit. fruit. It didn't have a very warm summer. Yeah. Um, but that one there I will never put the chainsaw next to, just no. in case it does fruit. Yeah, that's exactly right. I love the black sapote. So you're doing mm. all the right things. It's in the right position. I think it's just... Uh, you know, they just the sapotes do take a little while to acclimatise to a non-tropical climate. Well, I'll give it another couple of years, yeah. <laughs> and if not, they might have to come down. But they're a beautiful tree. They're a beautiful tree. They are, but I would like it to fruit. You want it to fruit? <laughs> fair enough, Julie. Fair enough. No worries. Thank you very much. Thank you. Our pleasure, Julie. Thanks for calling. Even is in. Oh, I don't know, actually. Hello, Evan. <laughs> Hello. Where do, where do you Good live? Good morning, ladies. Where morning. do you live, Sorry. Evan? Where do you live? Kalaroo. Uh, oh, okay. No worries. Kalaroo, just uh, next to Killeries. Yes, gotcha. yes, yes. 
How can we help? Okay. Uh, I have a very uh, precious <laughs> uh, lemon tree in my backyard. Right. And uh, uh, suddenly it started developing, uh, you know, like a dieback on the trunk yeah. and some of the branches. Yeah. And uh, I'm not sure what it is and how I can help. And I wouldn't like to lose my lovely lemon tree. Yeah. So um, even I, I think it's got a thing called collar rot which is a sort of a dieback, but it's okay, you can treat it. So wow. where the bark is peeling off, I want you to get either a paint scraper or, a, or a, um, a scalpel and peel that bark off. Um, okay. Any of the dead, dying wood you need to prune off, even though we're coming into summer, still prune it off. Then you need to go and get phos acid, a phos acid or an anti-rot spray. It's a liquid you buy in a bottle. And okay, I want so you anti-rot. Yep. And I want you to spray the entire tree. Particularly down at the trunk level. So yes. um uh and you may need to do it again in, at the end of summer. Oh, okay. So, uh, what was the first one? The, uh, the second well, one was uh, anti rot. Yeah, anti rot or phos. It's the same. It's the same thing. It's just, so phos okay. acid or anti rot, whatever you can get. Um, it's exactly the same thing. So you mix it in with water and you spray it all over the tree in a little spray gun. Okay, even 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 the, the leaves, everything. Yes, yeah? everything, everything, the entire okay. tree. Yep. Make sure you get it all down the trunk. Certainly do. Yeah. Uh, and the other is, I just plant in case another uh, that eureka um, lemon, and it doesn't do actually the leaves. Everything is fine. Yeah. But doesn't fruit. Well, it's only a baby. Even so, um, and a eureka lemon. Once they start fruiting, you can't stop them. They just they'll fruit all year round. All right, thank you, even. We've got five minutes until we're out of here, so we're going to get through these next four yeah. callers very quickly. On the way, there are a few people concerned about you getting out of here at ten and arriving in Collie by eleven. Oh no, no, won't be there. <laughs> that was a joke. Just I to clarify, I, I won't get there till twelve. So calm. it's okay. At calm, ease, everyone. Calm down. Yep. Calm down. I'm not going via helicopter. All right. Our last four callers for the day. Let's keep them short and sharp and hit Sabrina with your question. We'll start with Joshy in Piara Waters. Good morning, Joshy. Good morning, ladies. How are you? Good. Good. I won't take long. I'll do quick uh, question shoots. Yep. Um, I sent a photo. Uh, it's my front garden bed. Mm-hmm. Wanted to plant pomegranate uh, fruit tree. Yes. Is it small? It is 1,800 wide. No, uh, that's no, that's that's okay. The pomegranate will grow in that. No problem at all, Joshy. What soil should I use? So you need really good soil that's got compost, manure, and a bit, little tiny bit of clay in it for Piara waters. So, um, and they're very tough. Pomegranates are really tough. So good on you, Joshy. Straight to Rochelle now in Florida. Good morning, Rochelle. How can we help? Hi, ladies. Um, I'll be really quick too. I've got an open-aired courtyard in the middle of my house. It's a mm-hmm. 1950s house in Floriet. Yeah. Um, and the kitchen window looks at this um, really plain, boring wall. Yeah. The wall faces south. It gets full sun and full shade, depending yep. on times of year, etc. Yep. And I want to run a row of, uh, like, uh, trough plants, if you like. Troughs, the, the pot plant box. Right. Um, and plant something that I can't kill um, along the wall so that when I look out of my kitchen window, I'm looking at something that is green and fresh and and will sort of add some colour to the uh, courtyard. Yep. Okay. So I would use something like the – you could use the star jasmine climber, the Trachylospermum jasminoides, ridiculous name, just go for Chinese star jasmine. You could also use deciduous trees that you espalier – against the wall. So apples, pears, any of those sorts of things, fig, 
Um, but I think if it's a small courtyard, white flowers look really nice. The other thing you could no, the snail creeper dies down. I'd go for the I'd go for the Chinese star jasmine. There you go, Rochelle. Thanks for giving us a call this morning, John in Bunbury. Good morning to you. Oh hi, ladies. Uh, now I am wanting to strike a. Um, Frangipani? Uh, yes, a frangipani bush. But now, they, apparently they're hardwood. And, um, it, well, it doesn't really matter what variety, but I've got a hyperborum gold nugget or something here. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, now, are they different to strike as opposed to the normal frangipani where you just sort of cut them off from no. about from? Now, easy peasy, John, exactly the same as an ordinary frangipani. So it just, the cutting is shorter. But do the same thing. Take the cutting, leave it lying around for three weeks so it calluses over. Then plant it. I would plant it in a pot first before you put it in the ground. Leave it in a pot for a year and then pop it into wherever you want it. All right, John. And finally, uh, Annabelle, you've got about 20 seconds to ask Serena your question. Very quick, how do I know when to harvest garlic? Oh, okay, a bit early yet. So the garlic will start dying down. It'll lose its colour in the leaves. You'll see it drying out a bit. You need to pull them and leave them laying out flat on a tray or something for a good couple of weeks before you either hang them and do whatever you do with them. So harvesting takes place between the end of November and the beginning of January. But you'll see that it'll lose its lustre and dry out a bit. There you go, Annabelle. Thanks for giving us a call this morning. One final one, a simple one, Margin Rollins. Hi, Sabrina. Should I cut off the first buds on new roses to promote growth? Yeah, why not? Go for it. There we go. Simple as that. Sabrina Hunt, safe travels to Collie. Thank you. We'll see you again next yeah. week. Yeah, still you around? Will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like you had all those holidays to start the year. And I know. Now we're just regular old pals that meet every Saturday morning. <laughs> nice to have your company. Have a great weekend, everyone. Stay safe if you're out on the roads. Back with you next week. It's 10 o'clock. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.